Welcome to the Kupinger Coal Analyst Chat. I'm your host. My name is Matthias Reinwart. I'm Lead Advisor and Senior Analyst with Kupinger Coal Analysts. My guest today is Paul Fischer. He is a Lead Analyst with Kupinger Coal and he's based in London. Hi, Paul. Good to see you. Hi, Matthias. Good to see you too. We haven't done one of these for a while, so good to exactly, catch up. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, but but I think you were really busy. You had to do lots of works around the document that we're talking about right now. Um, we want to talk about a leadership compass that uh, has just recently been published with quite a long title. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that title uh, I'll, I'll spell it out for you: the leadership compass on Dream and CIEM. So. DREAM stands for Dynamic Resource Entitlement and Access Management, and CIEM stands for Cloud Infrastructure Entitlement Management. So people are saying probably, what the hell is that? The thing is, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so DREAM is our kind of new term for everything that's related to entitlement management, but for what we now termed dynamic resources. And CIM, which kind of precedes DREAM, stands for Cloud Infrastructure Entitlement Management. Um, but we, or myself and Martin and a few others here at Kubinger, thought that we need to, a wider definition or a wider paradigm to, so it's not just about, uh, uh, not only just about cloud entitlements or cloud access, but all sorts of dynamic entitlements, which could include stuff that still exists on-premise. Now, as it turns out, quite a lot of what we are talking about is on the cloud. So, um, because that's really where dynamic resources tend to be now. Um, and so what we did with the Leadership Compass is we looked at some well, I was going to say traditional CIM vendors, but they're hardly traditional things. They, you know, it's something that's only really uh, evolved in the last uh, few years, uh, unlike, for example, privilege access management. Um, but we, so we, we took some of those and some of the emerging ones, and we also then included some uh, privilege access management vendors that are now starting to dabble in cloud entitlement but also where it becomes a little bit more specific is those PAM vendors that have developed individual solutions or platforms for DevOps. And DevOps, as you know, Matthias, is obviously uh, cloud-based. It's dynamic. It's very fast. And most organizations are now pretty much dependent on DevOps uh, for their future, uh, even if they don't know it. Um, so that's a, a very long way of saying what the leadership compass is about. Um, so to put it in a, a shorter way, it is about those um, platforms or those software that we believe serve dynamic resource entitlement and access management, and that can be those resources on the cloud. 
Right, but not only limited to the cloud, but also includes um, dynamic infrastructures that can be deployed on-premises as well. Think of Docker, Kubernetes, or OpenShift, so, um, so infrastructures that can be created and destroyed on the fly with all their credentials in there. So this is what you mean by dynamic in that context, right? Yeah, I mean, dynamic means stuff that's really fast-moving. So, for example... Developers are just developers, uh, as we have seen. Um, other lines of business, such as perhaps uh, HR or even sales, even finance, for example, or research, whatever you might want to call it, they've become quite accustomed to spinning up resources on different cloud services, and which needs or leads to a a demand or a need for somehow managing these resources because they are certainly dynamic. Um, what often happens is, though, that a an instance, for example, on AWS will be spun up, so in other words, a server, um, but it, it will be used maybe once um, and then left up there because, it, you know, it's, it's so easy to do that on AWS, for example. It's also quite inexpensive. Um, and people often think, oh, well, you know, we might need that in the future. Um, so you end up with all these uh, un unregistered, unprotected resources sitting on clouds. Um, and it could be AWS, it could be Google, it could be Azure, or it could be OVH or any number of more, you know, specialized clouds. So um, we've created dynamic environments, and they serve digital transformation very well, and they serve DevOps very well, and they serve, like you said, uh, projects that may be happening on-premise. Um, so as far as the business is concerned, they see a good return on that. Um, the problem is that the rest of the business, or IT security, or identity management, hasn't got a, a real idea about who's doing what in the cloud or even on-premises with these dynamic environments. Um, they don't know who's entitled to what um, and which identities um, have what we call zero standing privilege to certain resources. So all of that. So while privilege access management uh, platforms do a lot of that on a traditional privilege basis, so, uh, you know, the traditional idea of a privilege account is to give to an admin so that they can uh, operate on someone else's computer, etc. Um, but the, the the idea of privilege is changing in as much that it's not just admins that are allowed to do stuff uh, in a sensitive way. It's increasingly other end users. It can be vendors or, th or third parties, or I should say. It can even, although it's not really that common at the moment, but it could potentially be a customer in the future that is given access to some uh, resource. Uh, it's even people working in social media. So you people that have access to the corporate social media account, now those people should be pretty much vetted, uh, should be controlled so that we don't see the kind of embarrassing instance that ha often happen on social media where someone goes rogue and tweets something which is pretty unflattering to the to the business. So we have all of this going on. So the, the definition of privilege is is changed. So it's really anyone that has access to what I call high high value assets or has access to 
servers or resources, has access to sensitive databases, etc. Um, so all of that is not necessarily covered by the traditional parts of privilege access management. Uh, quite often have standing privileges, which are connected to passwords, which are connected to a vault, etc. Um, so what's happening, in, say, in DevOps or, or other ways is that they're going bypassing all that. And they're even, for example, uh, and this is, uh, you know, from documentary evidence, having talked to to people in the field, um, the people in DevOps are bringing in their own password managers or they're hiding privileges or passwords or sensitive code within containers and things, and then they set up their own access to it and they give it to uh, other people within that um, environment. So, and, and they don't think that they're doing anything wrong because they're there to get things done. So, but I think it's also important to say that Dream is not just Pam um, in another name, and it's not just CIEM in another name. So there are aspects of CIM and there are aspects of privilege access management feeding into Dream. But I think what we have found out is that there are vendors that uh, can do parts of what we call the Dream paradigm, um, but very few that could possibly say that they've got the whole area covered so that they, for example, would do... Uh, traditional PAM, they would do PAM for DevOps, they would also be able to do um, to, to, to uh, manage cloud entitlement, etc. Um, but what's interesting for me is the, the, the vendors that are coming up with very, very good tools, but are perhaps platform specific. So Salesforce, for example, uh, lots and lots of businesses use Salesforce. Um, and that is a particular type of cloud. So one vendor has, for example, um, uh, has specialized in managing access to that. So, and I think, you know, there, there, there is a market for that. Uh, the same with, you know, things like ServiceNow, et cetera. So it's, it's not a one size fits all. It's, it's a, it's a changing and developing market. And, um, you know, the results have been, kind of reflect that. So we've got what you might call mid-size vendors that have done very well in this because of their innovation and their ability to really understand how how cloud infrastructure works. And, and needless to say, the most nimble, the most advanced, or the most innovative are cloud native themselves. So, um, you know, they, they've developed their own solution using dynamic and agile methods. So it's pretty exciting. Um, and uh, we are right at the end of the uh, sort of process now. Uh, so we're hoping to see this come publish in the next few weeks um, when the rest of the world can find out about the dream, as I call it. <laughs> Absolutely, I think when we when we when we publish this episode, it will be just published as well. So yeah, that will, should, yeah. uh, this episode will go mm. uh, will go live um, in parallel. Um, 
and if I think of, um, we have been talking about the leadership compass, uh, Pam for DevOps, mm. uh, in a much earlier episode, if I remember correctly. Now we've added so much functionality to, to that when we look at a dream at CIEM and these capabilities. I think that that has to lead to a large set of vendors to look at, or how did you how did you limit that that um, and who who qualified for such yeah. a such a uh, leadership compass? Uh, well, exactly. So we this has kind of replaced the Pan for DevOps leadership compass because we thought that was a bit limiting, um, because as I said, DevOps aren't the only users of cloud environments, um, so we don't want it, people to think that. As long as we control DevOps, then everything is fine. Because um, this this huge expansion of of cloud usage is affecting all parts of the business or a business. Um, so yeah, we ha we uh, approach most of the PAM vendors that have been in the PAM for DevOps initially. I think we had a, a couple that had not been in that, um, but and then of course we approached to see what. People that um, call themselves CIM vendors, um, and well, like in all our leadership companies, we we, we had a set of qualifications. So uh, those qualifications were to obviously um, be able to manage entitlements in cloud environments, um, but we also asked that they have some privilege access management uh, capabilities. Not not the most advanced. We're not asking. Otherwise, we'll that would then just be the PAM uh, leadership compass with some stuff bolted on. So it's not meant to be a replacement for PAM leadership compass because there is still a huge market for what we call traditional PAM, and that will be coming up in the next leadership compass, which I've literally just started working on, um, where people, organizations that like to have vaults, that like to have passwords, etc., and possibly still do an awful lot of privilege access management on premises, etc. So um, there is there is that still going on. Um, so yeah, so that, that's how we chose the um, the the participants. Uh, I I can't remember how many we invited, but I think we had in the end twenty three that uh, accepted. Uh, and of course, we have some vendors to watch, like we always do, who are not in the full review but um we still think that they have uh, something worth looking at um for for our reader or our clients so um that was the process uh and then the usual process yeah. is that we talk to all these vendors I, I must say it was really nice to talk to some new people like new 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 vendors that i hadn't spoke to before obviously and obviously some older acquaintances um so I think it's, as I said, uh, it's going to cause some um, conversations in 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 the market. Um, but uh, that's yeah, not only in the market because we, I, I see that in in, in uh, I'm doing advisory um, as the main occupation of my day. So I'm I'm talking to end user organizations who are using their identity and access management, their PAM solution, and are extending it to the cloud, to these dynamic infrastructures. And this is really a hot topic. So mm. um, um, this this CIM slash dream market is something that is nothing for the future. It is there. It is real. It, is, it, it requires proper solutions. And I think 
that's the reason why this leadership compass will gain some traction and will gain mm. some attention also with vendors, with end-user organizations. Um, when, when you look at this market, you said there, there are more seasoned names, more names that are, that are usual in the business. If we, if we, if you compare the share between startups and newcomers and, and the traditional organizations, uh, which ones are more or is it a fair share? Actually, I think it's ended up almost like 50 50, I would say, uh, between traditional PAM vendors, but those PAM vendors that have extended capabilities into the cloud, um, et cetera. And then the newer, uh, I practice CIEM. I mean, you know, they might not all consider themselves CIEM, but when we looked at what they do, they seem to, as we said, qualify as a dynamic resource management platform so uh that's why we've got them in but um yeah i hope it i hope it, it stimulates some conversation i mean as i said it's already stimulated some uh, <laughs> from 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 the vendors and um you know we'll, we'll see what the market makes of it but i think long term where are we going with privilege access management it is difficult to say um you know i don't think some vendors are thinking that this that the privilege access management might disappear altogether. Um, the idea that it'd be difficult to differentiate between traditional privilege accounts and any other kind of account because the type of work that people are doing is changing so much so that everybody in a workspace, well, not everybody, but a lot of people that wouldn't normally be considered privileged users may at some point in their type of work need access to something which is considered uh, restricted, high value or sensitive, etc. And they will probably need that access on a dynamic basis. And that means without passwords, without standing privileges, but on a just-in-time or ephemeral basis. So I think those vendors that use based around certificates have already sort of started the groundwork for that uh, so that we will will move to a passwordless um, exchange of identity uh, so that people can get access quickly to something. So mm, it might still be lumped together as privilege access in some way um, because you could say, well, um, I've got I've got privilege access this afternoon to access this database, for example. So, but I think what's definitely going to happen is that privilege access management won't stay st static uh, like it still uh, much of it is. We will... Even if there's like actual what looks like passwords at the at the endpoint, may not actually be passwords behind them. If you see what I mean, that might just be because users like the uh, comfort of typing in a password. Um, but the market is definitely. I've been covering it for Kupinga for you know for three years, and it's already shifted quite a lot in in towards this just in time ephemeral. Um, and dynamic nature. 
Absolutely. And I think um, this this is also a, a, a volatile market. There's happening a lot at that market. If you just think of the, uh, and you've covered that in the document already, this this acquisition of, of just an example of CloudNox by Microsoft and integrating that into their new platform for managing these types of entitlements. That is really a volatile market, but it's also, yeah, a, a, an interesting market and a, a, a market worth watching at. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um uh, thanks for bringing it up because that's an important point. Unfortunately, that came too late for this this version of the leadership compass. Um, but I think Active Directory has two camps, those that don't like it and those that feel comfortable with it. And the fact that Microsoft has now acquired CloudNox and has now developed it into a multi-ranging platform, uh, which I believe they call Entra, um, to uh, do, among other things, cloud management. Um, it's significant only because of how many people still use Microsoft, still use Active Directory, uh, and still use, you know, uh, everything that we, we understand around a Microsoft sort of uh, stack. So I don't think that them or it moving into this market is, is means that that's it's it's over for all, you know every other player um, but I do think that they will pick up uh, customers from those businesses that uh, traditionally have used Microsoft traditionally like Active Directory for all you know its its faults and strengths etc um, and I think they they will do very well um, I'm actually working on uh, more research into to that whole platform. So um, maybe we could, when I know a bit more about it, uh, because Microsoft has certainly done a lot to, I think it's, uh, in my experience, it's one of the, the, the most rapid integrations of an acquisition um, I've seen. Uh, you know, uh, quite often, as you know, cloud, uh, acquisitions has sort of left pretty much sort of in limbo a bit. Well, the, the the acquired company carries on sort of independently for a bit and it says, you know, now part of whatever company it was acquired by. Well, this Microsoft really rolled their sleeves up and uh, decided, right, we're going we're gonna to create uh, our, our entry into this market and here it is. So worth watching indeed. But unfortunately, unfortunately not in, in, in the, this compass. Yeah, but, but we'll follow up on that as well anyway. Mm. Uh, nevertheless, for those who are interested in this volatile market, in this huge market, in this broad market, when it comes to capabilities, we did not even touch upon the required capabilities in this episode. And we're all, all, almost at the, at, at the end of this episode already. And um, everyone who's interested in learning more about that can either reach out to you, Paul, or can go to the Kupinger Co. website and uh, download the leadership compass on CIAM slash dream just like the dream um, and there uh, is the actual current information of your research covering as i see 21 vendors uh, um, as uh, in the in the central part of the document and um, mm. eight um, vendors to watch as far as i can see 
Um, so this is an interesting document. I will read it, uh, and uh, I'm really interested in learning more about that because it's the requirement for my daily advisory business and for every organization that does business in the cloud and in brackets, mm. who does not, um, should be interested in learning how to manage these um, entitlements, these accounts, these infrastructures more properly. Um, any yeah. final words from your side, Paul? Well, I, I was going to say that, you know, traditional advice is that you should have a portfolio of products for, for identity access management and IT security, etc. Um I could see that some businesses will say, okay, we'll risk not having a session recording or some kind of uh, integration with S-I-E-M, not C-I-E-M, but S-I-E-M, um, because this particular platform, we really like what it does for this particular department. And we'll take the risk that if something happens, we have no uh uh, record of who's doing what, but they might just want something that gives them um, a more secure management basis. So I think that that's a controversial thing to say that people would apply an application purely for one purpose in one department. But I think some of these platforms, you may see that, especially as nearly all of them have APIs, nearly all of them have integrations. So they could be built upon. Okay. That's it. Um, <laughs> thank you for these final thoughts. Um, really looking forward to reading that. And I really recommend uh, for those who are interested in learning more about this market to, to come to our website. Thank you again, Paul, for joining me today. And I'm really looking forward to continuing this Microsoft Cloud Knox discussion or Entra discussion. Um, but for now, I recommend the Leadership Compass CIM slash Dream. Thank you very much, Paul. Thanks, Matthias. Bye-bye.